0: Maybe I've seen me on TV.
1: Now, who died and made you referee? You did your job, now get out of here and let me do mine. These JV lowlifes need to be taught a lesson. You
0: actually said that like you believed it. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. beans. Cool beans. Cool
1: beans. beans. Cool Ah, a fellow chucker, eh? Fishy, fishy! They said I was retired They said I was too dangerous for the Pawnee Police Department. Turns out they were right. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. So it's weird not having Deanna. It's the male podcast it's today. The work Tech Fun, Deanna masculine List. edition. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the podcast this week. Yeah. Work Tech Fun,
0: masculine edition. You know, it's kind of funny because like we have our own, we have a different podcast that just the two of us do Shout together. out to Hope Talk. Yeah. And it's not weird like with just the two of us but it feels no. weird <laughs> without Deanna here we miss you so. Deanna so Not, but
1: she's she's having fun she's hanging out you know yeah. doing all sorts of fun stuff uh with some friends and her husband so um yeah it's just uh just the boys for work tech fun today um unlike our sorry which one is it again the fourth fourth episode is this our fourth, yeah, fourth episode crazy. um things are rolling really smoothly knock on wood just jinxed it um, <laughs> this is going to be but, the worst uh, one yet. Right, exactly. Well, I mean,
0: we had no one but us guys to blame then. Yeah, that's right. Um, or maybe it's Deanna's fault because she's not here. So either I'm way. blaming Deanna. That's right.
1: <laughs> Deanna, it's your fault. That's um, right. No. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, good week this week. Uh, we got a lot of work that we've been doing on some of our uh, uh, online music platform yeah. stuff this past week and seen a lot of cool stuff of that happening. So I've been... Funny enough, actually listening to a lot of music that I don't
0: usually listen to. Um, now, is that to prepare for other stuff, or is that just because you both. widened your taste a little? Both. Like really? uh, I was preparing for some uh, some rock
1: concerts and metal concerts that we have coming into town, and then like all of a sudden I'm like neck deep in old school like Incubus and Stone Temple Pilots and uh, kind of like that late '90s, early 2000s
0: alternative yeah. rock. Um, now did this come from the challenge that you took on? Yes. Yes. So uh, so explain that a little bit cuz I think that's interesting and fun challenge. Uh,
1: now are you talking about the the challenge of helping helping find some some music? Yeah. yeah. So uh um we had somebody that you know like was asking for uh uh Christian music that was similar to certain artists and the artists uh, they'd picked Uh, It was quite a mix, but made sense to me. You know, it was like uh, Coldplay, Phil Collins, Don Henley, um, and then apparently they at one point also liked uh, like Stone Temple Pilots, Incubus. um, Now I'm drawing a blank on some of the others. Uh, I can't remember. Um, But, uh, you know, they liked Crowder. So they have this kind of, you know, arena rock with Coldplay, this kind of uh, pop yet uh, sensitive solo rock from Phil Collins and Don Henley. Um, and then you've got the aggressive alternative rock from artists like Stone Temple Pilots and Incubus. Um, and so, uh, man, that kind of stuff, honestly, is like my favorite, yeah. like it excited me. So I spent you know a lot listening to those artists, I spent a lot listening to artists I thought were similar. Um, and so I've been doing that a lot this whole
0: week. Um, well, part of the thing about Christian music is that it's so known for what plays on the radio. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. I don't I don't like Christian music because there's nothing that's good. Right. But there's, I mean, you probably experienced this a lot. There are a lot of artists that are underrated in a sense. A lot of artists who don't get any kind of... Recognition. Uh, yeah, yeah. They don't get recognition oh, yeah. for and a lot of times you can listen to different kind of music that people mm-hmm. like and if you know the artist well enough you can find something similar to that yeah. in christian music
1: like right now um one of my favorite uh band uh that one of my favorite bands that's made up of christians uh is honest men mm. um they got a cool um retro kind of 80s rock pop sound to them um so uh, honest men plug right there uh, go check them out they're really good um, but yeah, so I've been listening to that a lot lately. And then, um, uh, at the house, uh, been, uh, spinning some May records, nice. uh, get their new Singularity. Well, their old album that they're just newly pressed. Uh, so I got Singularity, uh, been listening to and, uh, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Um, I got that for Christmas. And so, nice. um, been listening to that, uh, which, uh, forgot, uh, there's one instance, uh, uh, in one of their songs, I think on side B where they, uh, they cuss, uh, a fair bit in one of their songs. Um, but, uh, you know, I just kind of like hope the kids don't <laughs> listen to it, you know, All and right. pick it up while they're, they're checking it out. But no, uh, I've been listening to a lot of good music and dude, like watch some basketball. We'll talk about that later. Um, and that Kansas, Kansas state, uh, you know, brawl that happened was intense. And, um, LeBron and uh, the Lakers. I watched them for the first time ever. I don't think I've ever watched a LeBron James game, but it was on, so I watched it. And uh, like then,
0: LeBron with the Lakers, or you've never watched? A I've game?
1: never watched a game with LeBron in it, really, except for maybe when he was playing the th- against the Thunder in some of the finals games that they had um, back in the day. Um, you know, but uh, that and then uh, still sad that the Tennessee Titans lost. Um,
0: but you know, I know. Like I'm not, I'm not the biggest like professional football fan especially yeah but but when it came to tennessee yeah. and, and everybody's like oh fairweather fans all coming out cheering for tennessee and that's not my whole point like i just i want to cheer Dave, for tennessee because i live in tennessee you know
1: what like i've got my one core team and that's the university of tennessee volunteers yeah um and by the way that, if
0: you're a fan of them you've <laughs> obviously yeah, stuck yeah, right, with them exactly <laughs>
1: um you know but i was born in knoxville and you know uh my mom graduated from there and you know uh just you know, I grew up a Tennessee fan, but I have no problem whatsoever jumping on professional sports bandwagons, yeah. um, because I don't care about professional sports. Exactly. So like if, you know, Tennessee Titans are doing great, sure. I'll cheer them on. And I have no problem being called a bandwagon fan. I, I'm exactly that, you yeah. know, they're just, they're exciting. Um, you know, growing up, I liked the Jacksonville Jaguars when they were new. I was a Dallas Cowboys uh, fan for a while, a Miami Ooh. Dolphins fan for a while. Um, so dude, yeah, professional sports just don't matter to me as much. Um, you know, I grew up going to a lot of Braves games. Now, you know, I know you're a Braves fan. Yeah. So I would probably say the Atlanta Braves are a professional team that I have cheered for a lot. Yeah. I don't
0: pay attention as much anymore. but Right. Um, well, if you're getting bored of all the sports talk, then you better just go ahead and turn off the podcast because yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what we're going to be talking about later on. But, yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun week. We also have our uh, Christian Music Festival in Chattanooga every year that's coming up in May. So we've been selling a bunch of the VIP tickets this week, and I know a lot of our focus has been on that. And uh, I don't know some other stuff. I've been on the radio a lot this week, so that's a lot of busyness and yeah. craziness. Yeah. You and your wife had like so many people over. I feel like in like the last ten days. Well, here's my problem. Okay, <laughs> so every time that, and this is a constant like daily conversation between me and my wife. I say the other day, all the time. Right. And I that can mean like yesterday, that can mean a week ago, that can mean a few months ago. And she's like, no, it can't. It can only mean a week. But we haven't necessarily had a lot of people over in the past 10 days. I've probably just said, hey, the other day we had some people over. Hey, the other day we had this. Okay. Guy. So <laughs> Now,
1: see, I, I side with your wife though on this because no. the other day is like no more than two weeks, I feel like. Okay, today's today. The other day I was born. True. No, were you born today? <laughs> exactly. No, I okay, wasn't. You were bo- born the other day, right? No, that doesn't work. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like no one says, you know, the other day I was born, 35 years ago or 55
0: years ago. Or- was that today? No, no, it was the other day. Oh goodness, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. but but that's been fun. We've had we've had some friends over and kind of getting settled into our house. Uh, it's it's cool to be able to have people over and uh, hashtag adulting. Yeah. It's it's fun, though, yeah, and especially because a lot of our friends still aren't in that adulting stage, so they come over, and they're like, oh, you guys have oh, a house. Your own house. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is so cute. Like, what? You have a rug? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, and we paid for all that, by right. the way. So An area rug. Yeah. Fancy. So, yeah, it's been fun. I've been uh, streaming similar stuff this week to... What I've been streaming the last couple of weeks, I put together this playlist. I can't remember if I talked about it last week, but it's got a lot of Need to Breathe, Switchfoot, Matt Carney, uh, Ben Rector, yeah, that kind of stuff. A little bit of um, Gray Havens, yep, the Gray Havens, uh, Johnny Swim, that kind of stuff. So uh-huh. I don't know. I like I've gotten my wife singing Matt Carney now because Penny and Sparrow is
1: another one you need to check I need out. To check that out. Um, and then uh, you know him from Need to Breathe, Shovels and Rope. Yeah, they got a good sound. Check cool. them out. Yeah, I'll have to uh keep adding that playlist but I uh I of music, I've been nerding out a little bit. Um I got back into Fortnite. Like uh, I've been playing Fortnite like you know, I've never this played. Past week, really? Uh, yeah Well, I even extra nerded out, I actually downloaded it on my phone. Um mm. basically it was to check out something else. I haven't actually I haven't actually played a match on my phone yet, but it's on my phone now and I'm like always thinking about it since like you know, yesterday. So, but anyway, no, it's it's weird, because I know all the the young streamers, you know, they all play Fortnite,
0: but I'm an old dad. Everybody's doing it. Everybody is doing it. You know, it's going to become like Facebook. It's the next Facebook now that you're back on it. Yeah, exactly. It's only for old people. Right. (laughs) All the young people are going to go to something else. We
1: don't want that. Let's go back to Roblox.
0: Even more funny is that you're now considered the old person. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I'm OG,
1: so... OG when it comes to VG
0: well now we can't use the phrase OG anymore I know video games uh, I
1: invented video games so my people invented video actually he's probably a little bit older than me but anyway, my generation perfected video games
0: yeah something like that
1: do you like to work out I don't But I like listening to workout music, and we've got plenty of that on J Radio. You can listen to our Radioactive station, and we've got lots of different playlists there where you can find hip-hop, rock, contemporary music that fits your workout mood. Check it out at jradio.com. All
0: right, so uh, our rotating feature this week, Underrated. So we need, gonna, like, when you say that, we need some giant underrated. You All know, right. like, here we go, voiceover. Uh, it's it's called underrated this week.
1: Underrated.
0: So, we're going to talk about different things, different categories of things that are underrated. So, this week, underrated TV shows. Underrated TV shows. Man, so many. Um, now, I have a, uh, this is tough, actually. I was mentioning before the podcast. Yeah. I don't watch much TV, and I haven't watched much. Actually, can you count a Netflix series as a TV show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I watch a couple, of, but I don't know. I'm more of a... I'll probably jump on the popular stuff more than anything. Right. Like, I stream NCIS all the time. You can't call that underrated because it's, like, one of the top-rated shows and, right. you know, longest-running. So Yeah. Uh, but I think I came up with something. So I'll let you start, though. Okay. Uh, I actually have two. Um, the first one, uh, which...
1: I, you know, I think it's underrated just because probably not a lot of people know about it, but everybody knows Joss Whedon now. Joss Whedon, um, you know, got huge with, uh, some of the stuff that he's done with Marvel, um, in those Marvel movies, but, uh, I'm not going to pick the obvious one. He had a short lived 13 episode series called Firefly, um, which was kind of like a space cowboy type thing that, uh, got canceled before the end of the first season. And it's become like a critical darling, like everyone loves it. And so I think it was underrated at the time, obviously, because it got canceled. But everyone is aware of it now because of the the incredible cast of characters, uh, the fun setting. They just didn't give it enough time. Um, So I think it was underrated then. People love it now. And it's the obvious one. But I'm going to go to his other show, um, Dollhouse. Um, Dollhouse uh, is a pretty amazing show that honestly not a lot of people know about or are quite aware of. Um, And I think originally I found out about it through Netflix. I know it's not on there anymore, but the idea of it is basically in the future, there are these people who, um, whether they choose or whether they have like debt or something like that, that let's say you have like hundred thousand dollars in debt and you want to get rid of it. You would, if you fit their criteria would sign your life over to this organization and they would completely wipe your brain. Like, and then you would be kind of almost like a robot that walks around this house and then people could purchase you. Um, and then you would be reprogrammed with a new personality, new capabilities. So let's say, um, uh, a celebrity needed a, uh, a bodyguard, um, they may look through this catalog of people and purchase you. And then you would be programmed with all sorts of security guard knowledge and tactical skills and all this sort of stuff. And so you would then have all those skills and you would go be this person's security guard, um, you know, be really awesome at it. Uh, and then when, the, the thing was over. You'd go back to the place. They'd deprogram you, and you'd go back to being kind of like a, you know, not robot, but just kind of a pretty close absent-minded mm-hmm. right. you know person in this little facility. Um, now you know anybody can order anybody for anything, so it you know goes a little crazy at times. Yeah. But uh, it's a really neat concept because um, you know you'd go and you'd serve your time, and then in, let's say you for a hundred thousand dollars in debt. You would owe them ten years. At the end of that ten years, uh, they would wipe your brain completely, and you wouldn't remember anything that you ever did oh, during dang. those ten years. But you'd now be debt free, and you know you could go about your life.
0: Do you go back to being yourself, or go just? back to being yourself? Oh, yeah.
1: Um, and so it was really cool. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, Josh Whedon was uh, the the creator of it. I think it was only two seasons. Um, it was on Fox, like, uh, in the late 2000s, like 2009, 2010, something like that, but had, like, uh, Eliza Dushku, um, who's a great actress, um, she was, like, the the biggest one, um, Alan Tudyuk also from some of Joss Whedon's other stuff, everybody recognized him, he was in it there for a while, but...
0: Uh, is it like developing characters over time, or is it each episode focuses on a different person's story? Or uh,
1: there's like three or four main characters, okay. um, you know, and they develop them very well. Uh, but it's only two seasons, right? So it's easily digestible. I'm trying to remember, like, yeah, there's only 26 episodes, so total, total. Oh wow! Um, but it's a it's an entire story for the most part, and so it's it's a really good thing.
0: So Dollhouse, Dollhouse would be my number one. So my number one only one because i don't watch much tv and i'm going to explain first because this is this probably wasn't underrated at its time but i wasn't actually around when this was like popular and everything and that's saved by the bell and so i actually watched it i don't know probably do you know a year that came out by chance or around what year i don't offhand okay probably look it up i, I probably watched it 15 years after its peak time uh on netflix mm-hmm. at the time uh even watch back to i can't remember what it was called before saved by the bell but some of the pilot episodes and everything yeah uh miss miss b or something like that yeah i can't remember it was something about the teacher yeah by by the teacher's name but anyway i think i enjoyed it so much uh it was for the most i mean there wasn't any kind of i don't know there's just so much crudeness and different things today yeah and going back and watching it it was like Somewhat cheesy, like I'll admit that. (laughs) Yeah. But it was still fun, and you learn from it, and it was one of those, I don't know, you got to love the characters. They developed the characters well. I just thought it was a wholesome show, and it's like nowadays I don't think kids would sit in and watch it. I don't don't think that a teenager would actually enjoy it, Uh, and so that's why I say it's underrated because I just enjoyed the, like I said, the wholesomeness of it compared to some of the stuff that's out today. And
1: it was drama, but it was like – not like dramatic i don't know like there was there was
0: conflict and stuff like that but everything usually worked out in the end yeah which might be part of what makes it cheesy but also it's just a fun show to watch plus one of the guys uh mr belding is from chattanooga which is kind of (laughs) cool yeah so i don't know that slightly made me enjoy it more yeah so and then when i look back at some of the actresses that were in it i'm like oh that's what they're doing now well that's yeah that's my uh that's my wife's favorite show of all time so i've seen i've seen so many episodes so your son's named after yes he's named after zachary zach Zach morris so um but yeah at the time it wasn't underrated i don't think well i don't really know because i wasn't around right but i think now it's one of those that's. i don't think it's on netflix anymore i don't even know that you can watch it we bought it digitally so we have it actually, and we have the dvds
1: nice Um, again it's my wife's favorite show um So that's my one one and only. Yeah, I got one more, um, and this was one that me and my uh, dad, uh, actually, my dad loved it, and I watched it with him every now and then growing up. It was like late 90s, mid 90s, called The Pretender, and um, uh, I'm looking at it. It was like, let's see, four seasons, um, 86 episodes. Uh, The main character was played uh, by a guy named Michael T. Weiss, uh, which he did some other things uh, I know, but uh, I think it was mostly The Pretender. Um, But the premise basically was this guy was a genius imposter and he could basically quickly master the skills to impersonate anyone. Oh, wow. Um, And so, like, he could, you know, uh, be running from somebody and step into an emergency room and quickly, within like, you know, 15 seconds, be able to become a surgeon just by. Seeing what was going on around him and the tools that were available and all sort of stuff, he could use his quote pretender abilities, you know, to assume basically any professional idea, whether it was a uh, identity, whether it was a race car driver, doctor, lawyer, whatever. Um, And then, of course, you know, uh, people are after him because of his skill sets. You know, the he was kind of made into this as a kid through this weird organization, and the organization was trying to uh, recapture him and bring him back into the fold for their evil nefarious purposes but uh really good stuff um again it's only four seasons so wow we that, was that loud. yeah <laughs> um only four seasons so if you can find it again it's really easy to get into and get out of um but uh good stuff so dollhouse and the pretender uh would be my underrated tv shows
0: So if you enjoyed today's podcast without Deanna, then Brett and I have another podcast as well that you can check out where we talk about some of the issues of the faith that are going on and kind of relate everyday life to our faith. It's called Hope Talk. You can actually check it out wherever podcasts are available.
1: So recently, um, anybody who follows sports, uh, or, you know, has seen or heard an ESPN TV show or radio, uh, because that's all ESPN talked about, was uh, the Kansas-Kansas State brawl. Um, You know, Kansas was basically beating Kansas State pretty easily, and then in, like, garbage time at the very end, one of the K-State guys stole it and went down the court and went up for uh, a dunk or a layup and got blocked by a Kansas player and... The Kansas player like stood over him, you know, taunting him and then the bench cleared and people were like, you know, pushing each other, then fists started flying and then somebody picked up a <laughs> th- stool, <laughs> you know, to like smash over someone's head and Unfortunately like, uh, or fortunately the coach all stopped kind of, that. Yeah. <laughs> like and another thing, like I don't know if you knew this, but like that area where they were fighting is actually the designated area for fans with special needs. Oh and so like there were fans with special needs in that area. Um oh, no. you know, and then like uh the um one of the team's uh cheerleaders were over in that area yeah. and obviously all the the um professional uh newspaper reporters and all yeah. this stuff there's a bunch of, so like it was a big mess and, and it was
0: for i mean it was probably for a good 90 seconds I yeah mean, it wasn't it wasn't like uh they broke it up just like that right everybody pretty much on both teams yeah involved. it
1: lasted a good long while um and uh you know uh basically the the worst offenders of the fight got like uh, 12 game suspension which is practically to the end of the season um, some got like three games, some got five games. There may have been like a two game, all this sort of stuff. Um, but it was it was interesting because a bunch of the people I was hearing were talking about how this was probably the the worst brawl they'd seen since uh, the Madison Square Garden Knicks Pistons thing, and you know people had like actual uh, um, police involved in that one and everything. So uh, uh, it got me thinking about this idea of amateurism. And college athletes and you know, they don't make money. Obviously they get a free ride, right. you know, they get a place to stay, uh, an education if they choose, but come on, a lot of these athletes are taking super easy classes sure. just until they can go pro. <coughs> but it's like the 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 university, man, they make so much money off these college athletes. And You know, when stuff like this happens, the university comes out and makes these statements and tries to apologize and, you know, they hire their PR people to make, to pre-write apologies for these athletes to sign their name to and (laughs) everything. Um, But it got me thinking about, like, you know, have we reached a point possibly with the mini-celebrity being available to us through social media and all that, that college athletes should, like, they start getting paid. You know, should they start making money? Should they uh, have more say in what the university does? Um, Should they be fined when things like this happen? You know, because it was all pretty intense and it happened so quickly and then basically all they do, they still get their college tuition, they still get their room and board, they still get to practice, they still get their meals, but they have to sit 12 games and like, they just get to rest, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. that that was just the Kansas Kansas State thing was just such a huge mess this past week that I thought you know it might be a spark of a good conversation.
0: Well, it was uh interesting to me because most people kind of stopped the story at that point, but the the big headline that kind of stuck out to me I watched the like twelve minute version of the video yeah and uh or maybe it was twenty minutes anyway they had to come back on and finish the game with one second left because of the technical foul. because of the technical foul and i'm like it just got heated and you're gonna bring the players back i'm pretty sure uh kansas state only had three players left to put it back in the game (laughs) uh, because the rest of them everybody who came off the bench got ejected and then the Mm -hmm. guy who got the technical i think ended up maybe getting ejected i'm sure he did um so they literally put three guys back out on the court And had to finish the game for one second. It wasn't a close game. They had already gone to the locker room and had to go call them back out because that's a rule that's now been placed on, uh, they said, NCAA games this year. Yeah. And the reason is because of gambling. (laughs) Because of the – is it called the split or whatever? Okay. So because of the split – They were explaining, Yeah, I think it was 22 points that Kansas was down, but let's say the split in the game was 21 points, then the two shots from the technical foul could make all the difference in the world Mm -hmm. whether you make a bunch of money or lose a bunch of money. But then all of a sudden, these guys who you just mentioned aren't getting paid, Mm -hmm. this isn't their profession, I mean, they're kind of playing to the mercy of a bunch of other people because of – Who are making money off of them. Yes, who are making money off of them. Yeah. Now, I personally don't like the idea. Uh, I would more go not the route of, well, should we start paying them? I would more go the route of, like, let's somehow find a way to not make it such a big deal. That's the harder thing to do, though. I mean, that's the whole Pandora's box thing. You know, once it's open, can you really cram it all back in there? But the thing about that is if, yeah, if you start paying them, it just becomes professional sports again. Yeah. And so... What's going to happen is nobody's going to go to... I mean, it's going to become like a minor league. Yeah. It's like baseball's minor league. It it basically already is. You know, it's a minor league already. Like, uh, there's certain rules set, you know,
1: for football, basketball, baseball, whatever, um, that you have to play so many years before you can go pro or, uh, you know, basketball, obviously. Now you can skip college altogether if you're that good. Kobe Bryant showed us that. Um, But uh, I think you have to play three years of college football before you can go pro so I mean like they're basically using it as a farm league already. Right. Uh and you know, you got somebody let's say Joe Burrow, uh the football, the quarterback football uh player LSU. for uh, LSU, yeah. um dude, like his celebrity status this past year was just off the charts. Yeah. Um and yet if he had let's say um he signed an autograph and somebody gave him twenty dollars. That would be considered an impermissible benefit by the NCAA and he could be uh, either kicked off the team uh, forced to set, uh, forced to sit out a game, all this sort of stuff and to me that kind of is a little silly like um you know he should be able to make some money off of his celebrity and his fame because everyone else is you know all the all the gamblers all the um, the betters the, the definitely the school uh, you know the school is selling out. You know, number 15 or whatever his number was, number 15 jerseys, and, you know, has their 80,000 attendance stadium selling out because of him, because of how well he was doing. It's like, just to me, like, he should be able to make some kind of money. And I don't know what that looks like.
0: See, I'm just a, I don't know, I'm a purist in a sense. I I don't like professional football Mm -hmm. or I don't watch much basketball. I don't like, though, because all of a sudden they become pansies and it becomes about, fighting and it comes about whatever this mm-hmm. that nobody hustles when it gets to that point because they're getting paid for it and it's just not i don't know it's like college football players have something to play for right more than just money and it's just you know you obviously see in in our workplace there are probably people who show up and make their money and you know they show up one minute before they should get here and leave one minute after or one you minute know, or, yeah, one, <laughs> yeah maybe so but yeah it becomes the same thing in sports and they're not passionate about their team now i'm not saying every player is like this but there's something about in college there's something to play for and maybe it's just the the chance of promotion in Mm -hmm. some sense well but that's also changing too you think
1: about some of the the really big star players who aren't playing for like a national championship uh they might sit out you know the bowl games uh they might sit out some of the later games or something like that during their season because they're quote preparing for the nfl right and so they're waiting for the money you know they're not playing for pride they're not playing for the school that and see even that bothers me though because you know i agree too but i think you know you could help that if you say hey every you know person every player who goes and you know to the bowl game gets three thousand dollars or something like that and That might not be a huge deal to some of them who, uh, you know, maybe are on the verge of a million dollar contract from the NFL or NBA or whatever. But uh, I think you can add things like that that don't change it too much. What
0: about an additional scholarship instead?
1: Maybe, you know, like $3,000 more towards, I don't know, like like here in Chattanooga, I guess it'd be a MOX card. You know, put $3,000 on your MOX card so you can get more Chick fil A. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying like classes.
0: <coughs> well, most of them. Most of them are gone for free anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't like the idea at all. Right. And I think it's mainly because of the whole. I don't know. I want it to be more about the team, not about the player, and that yeah. becomes this. like, you're 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 your feeding into the idea of celebrities. Now, the media is obviously already doing that. ESPN is is the, is the Fox, school doing Sports, it? Twitter. Yeah, the school is probably doing it in oh, a yeah. sense but at least the ncaa is keeping regulations on uh that i mean in a sense they're the ones protecting the players but from- i
1: mean you have that already like you think about high school and the the quarterback you know the quarterback is the ultimate high school celebrity sure. just about um no one really cares about you know the offensive lineman the guard you know uh he's not as big a celebrity as the quarterback. Right. So I mean, it's just kind of built into sports. There's certain yeah. roles and positions that are more celebritized. So celebrityized. should a high school
0: so should a high school quarterback get to be paid?
1: No, because they don't make the money like uh a university does. Universities a lot of times, even though they're uh um government, they have, you know, a little bit of a for profit type stuff where they can move things around. Whereas with high school, you know, the boosters and all that sort of stuff take care of a lot. Um, And let's be honest, there's probably plenty of places where high school students are getting paid. Um, You think about a lot of times, uh, did you ever see Friday Night Lights TV show? No. Um, There's one uh, student who basically, uh, um, he's a really good football player, he's a really good football player, and uh, one of the, the parents for another school basically lets them claim that they're living at this uh, open lot that he owns. They put a mailbox there just so that he could be within the district of that high school so that he could play for that high school football team. So, I mean, that kind of stuff goes on. Um, But is that okay? No, that's not okay.
0: No, and neither is paying college athletes. I I think
1: the the money now that's involved in college athletes with TV deals and endorsements and... uh, I'm trying to think of what else... TV deals and endorsements and just the money that comes in with college puts it on a different level. The money that comes in with high school, I mean, that's so, just not there. So daily. maybe
0: there needs to be a minor league football then. XFL. Vince McMahon is starting oh, that up. Okay. so maybe. Well, m- well maybe that will fix all. Yeah, maybe. See, I don't see the same kind of problem in baseball because there's college baseball and then there's minor <laughs> league baseball. And I feel like minor leagues is comparable to the way college football is. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, you ever watch the baseball draft? No. Who like I know somebody probably does, but who watches that? Because we haven't created that celebrity status in college. Mm -hmm. But by the way, I start watching when they get in the minor leagues and I care about that and guess what? They do get to make money. Yeah. Maybe there does maybe the XFL can step in and take care of that and then problem solved. Maybe. We'll see. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.